Section 35 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Stearns. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 15. Part 3. Breast of Lamb and Green Peas, 744. Ingredients. One breast of lamb, a few slices of bacon, a quarter pint of stock, number 105, one lemon, one onion, one bunch of savory herbs, green peas. Mode. Remove the skin from a breast of lamb, put it into a saucepan of boiling water, and let it simmer for five minutes. Take it out and lay it in cold water. Line the bottom of a stewpan with a few thin slices of bacon. Lay the lamb on these, peel the lemon, cut it into slices, and put these on the meat to keep it white and make it tender. Cover with one or two more slices of bacon, add the stock, onion, and herbs, and set it on a slow fire to simmer very gently until tender. Have ready some green peas. Put these on a dish, and place the lamb on top of these. The appearance of this dish may be much improved by glazing the lamb, and spinach may be substituted for the peas when variety is desired. Time, one and a half hour. Average cost, ten pence per pound. Sufficient for three persons. Seasonable grass lamb from Easter to Michaelmas. THE LAMB AS A SACRIFICE The number of lambs consumed in sacrifices by the Hebrews must have been very considerable. Two lambs of the first year were appointed to be sacrificed daily for the morning and evening sacrifice, and a lamb served as a substitute for the firstborn of unclean animals, such as the ass, which could not be accepted as an offering to the Lord. Every year also, on the anniversary of the deliverance of the children of Israel from the bondage of Egypt, every family was ordered to sacrifice a lamb or kid, and to sprinkle some of its blood upon the doorposts, in commemoration of the judgment of God upon the Egyptians. It was to be eaten roasted, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs, in haste, with the loins girded, the shoes on the feet, and the staff in the hand, and whatever remained until the morning was to be burnt. The sheep was also used in the numerous special, individual, and national sacrifices ordered by the Jewish law. On extraordinary occasions, vast quantities of sheep were sacrificed at once. Thus Solomon, on the completion of the temple, offered sheep and oxen that could not be told, nor numbered for multitude. Stewed Breast of Lamb 745 Ingredients 1 Breast of Lamb pepper and salt to taste, sufficient stock, number 105, to cover it, one glass of sherry, thickening of butter and flour. Mode. Skin the lamb, cut it into pieces, and season them with pepper and salt. Lay these in a stewpan, pour in sufficient stock or gravy to cover them, and stew very gently until tender, which will be in about one and a half hour. Just before serving, thicken the sauce with a little butter and flour. Add the sherry, 
give one boil and pour it over the meat green peas or stewed mushrooms may be strewed over the meat and will be found a very great improvement time one and a half hour average cost ten pence per pound sufficient for three persons seasonable grass lamb from easter to michaelmas lamb chops seven hundred forty six ingredients loin of lamb pepper and salt to taste mode trim off the flap from a fine loin of lamb and cut it into chops about three-quarter inch in thickness have ready a bright clear fire lay the chops on a gridiron and broil them of a nice pale brown turning them when required season them with pepper and salt serve very hot and quickly and garnish with crisped parsley or place them on mashed potatoes asparagus spinach or peas are the favorite accompaniments to lamb chops time about eight or ten minutes average cost one shilling per pound sufficient allow two chops to each person seasonable from easter to michaelmas lamb cutlets and spinach an entree seven hundred forty seven ingredients eight cutlets egg and bread crumbs salt and pepper to taste a little clarified butter mode cut the cutlets from a neck of lamb and shape them by cutting off the thick part of the chine bone trim off most of the fat and all the skin and scrape the top part of the bones quite clean brush the cutlets over with egg sprinkle them with bread crumbs and season with pepper and salt now dip them into clarified butter sprinkle over a few more bread crumbs and fry them over a sharp fire turning them when required lay them before the fire to drain and arrange them on a dish with spinach in the centre which should be previously well boiled drained chopped and seasoned time about seven or eight minutes average cost ten pence per pound sufficient for four persons seasonable from easter to michaelmas note peas asparagus or french beans may be substituted for the spinach or lamb cutlets may be served with stewed cucumbers soubise sauce etc etc lamb's fry seven hundred forty eight ingredients one pound of lamb's fry three pints of water egg and bread crumbs one teaspoonful of chopped parsley salt and pepper to taste mode boil the fry for one quarter hour in the above proportion of water take it out and dry it in a cloth grate some bread down finely mix it with a teaspoonful of chopped parsley and a high seasoning of pepper and salt brush the fry lightly over with the yolk of an egg sprinkle over the bread crumbs and fry for five minutes serve very hot on a napkin in a dish and garnish with plenty of crisp parsley time one hour to simmer the fry five minutes to fry it average cost ten pence per pound sufficient for two or three persons seasonable from easter to michaelmas hashed lamb and broiled blade bone seven hundred forty nine ingredients the remains of a cold shoulder of lamb pepper and salt to taste two ounces of butter about half pint of stock or gravy one tablespoonful of shallot vinegar 
three or four pickled gherkins. Mode. Take the blade bone from the shoulder and cut the meat into collops as neatly as possible. Season the bone with pepper and salt, pour a little oiled butter over it, and place it in the oven to warm through. Put the stock into a stewpan, add the ketchup and shallot vinegar, and lay in the pieces of lamb. Let these heat gradually through, but do not allow them to boil. Take the blade bone out of the oven and place it on a gridiron over a sharp fire to brown. Slice the gherkins, place them into the hash, and dish it with the blade bone in the center. It may be garnished with croutons or sippets of toasted bread. Time, altogether half an hour. Average cost, exclusive of the meat, four pence. Seasonable, house lamb, from Christmas to March. Grass lamb, from Easter to Michaelmas. Roast four quarter of lamb. 750. Ingredients. Lamb, a little salt. Mode. To obtain the flavor of lamb in perfection, it should not be long kept. Time to cool is all that it requires, and though the meat may be somewhat thready, the juices and flavor will be infinitely superior to that of lamb that has been killed two or three days. Make up the fire in good time, that it may be clear and brisk when the joint is put down. Place it at a sufficient distance to prevent the fat from burning, and baste it constantly till the moment of serving. Lamb should be very thoroughly done without being dried up, and not the slightest appearance of red gravy should be visible, as in roast mutton. This rule is applicable to all young white meats. Serve with a little gravy made in the dripping pan, the same as for other roasts, and send to table with it a tureen of mint sauce, number 469, and a fresh salad. A cut lemon placed on the table so that when the carver separates the shoulder from the ribs, they may be ready for his use. If, however, he should not be very expert, we would recommend that the cook should divide these joints nicely before coming to table. Time. Four quarter of lamb weighing ten pounds, one and three quarters to two hours. Average cost, ten pence to one shilling per pound. Sufficient for seven or eight persons. Seasonable. Grass lamb from Easter to Michaelmas. Boiled leg of lamb a la bechamel. 751. Ingredients. Leg of lamb, bechamel sauce, number 367. Mode. Do not choose a very large joint, but one weighing about five pounds. Have ready a saucepan of boiling water into which plunge the lamb, and when it boils up again, draw it to the side of the fire, and let the water cool a little. Then stew very gently for about one and a quarter hour, reckoning from the time that the water begins to simmer. Make some bechamel by recipe number 367, dish the lamb, pour the sauce over it, and garnish with tufts of boiled cauliflower or carrots. When liked, melted butter may be substituted for the bechamel. This is a more simple method, but not nearly so nice. Send to table with it some of the sauce in a tureen, and boiled cauliflowers or spinach, with whichever vegetable the dish is garnished. Time. One and a quarter hour after the water simmers. Average cost, ten pence to one shilling per pound. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Roast leg of lamb, 752. Ingredients. Lamb, a little salt. Salt. 
Mode. Place the joint at a good distance from the fire at first, and baste well the whole time it is cooking. When nearly done, draw it nearer the fire to acquire a nice brown color. Sprinkle a little fine salt over the meat, empty the dripping pan of its contents, pour in a little boiling water, and strain this over the meat. Serve with mint sauce and a fresh salad, and for vegetables, send peas, spinach, or cauliflowers to table with it. Time. A leg of lamb weighing five pounds, one and a half hour. Average cost, ten pence to one shilling per pound. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Braised loin of lamb. 753. Ingredients. One loin of lamb, a few slices of bacon, a bunch of green onions, five or six young carrots, a bunch of savory herbs, two blades of pounded mace, one pint of stock, salt to taste. Mode. Bone a loin of lamb and line the bottom of a stewpan just capable of holding it, with a few thin slices of fat bacon. Add the remaining ingredients, cover the meat with a few more slices of bacon, pour in the stock, and simmer very gently for two hours. Take it up, dry it, strain, and reduce the gravy to a glaze, with which glaze the meat, and serve it either on stewed peas, spinach, or stewed cucumbers. Time, two hours. Average cost, eleven pence per pound. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Roast Saddle of Lamb 754. Ingredients. Lamb. A little salt. Mode. This joint is now very much in vogue, and is generally considered a nice one for a small party. Have ready a clear, brisk fire. Put down the joint at a little distance, to prevent the fat from scorching, and keep it well basted all the time it is cooking. Serve with mint sauce and a fresh salad, and send to table with it, either peas, cauliflowers, or spinach. Time. A small saddle, one and a half hour. A large one, two hours. Average cost, ten pence to one shilling per pound. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Note. Loin and ribs of lamb are roasted in the same manner, and served with the same sauces as the above. A loin will take about one and one quarter hour. Ribs from one to one and one quarter hour. Roast shoulder of lamb, 755. Ingredients. Lamb, a little salt. Mode. Have ready a clear, brisk fire, and put down the joint at a sufficient distance from it, that the fat may not burn. Keep constantly basting until done, and serve with a little gravy made in the dripping pan, and send mint sauce to table with it. Peas, spinach, or cauliflowers are the usual vegetables served with lamb, and also a fresh salad. Time. A shoulder of lamb rather more than one hour. Average cost, ten pence to one shilling per pound. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Shoulder of lamb stuffed. 756. Ingredients. Shoulder of lamb, forcemeat number 417, trimmings of veal or beef, two onions, half head of celery, one faggot of savory herbs, a few slices of fat bacon, 
One quart of stock number 105. Mode. Take the blade bone out of a shoulder of lamb, fill up its place with forcemeat, and sew it up with coarse thread. Put it into a stewpan with a few slices of bacon under and over the lamb, and add the remaining ingredients. Stew very gently for rather more than two hours. Reduce the gravy with which glaze the meat, and serve with peas, stewed cucumbers, or sorrel sauce. Time, rather more than two hours. Average cost, ten pence to one shilling per pound. Sufficient for four or five persons. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Lamb's Sweetbreads, Larded and Asparagus, an entree, 757. Ingredients. Two or three sweetbreads, half pint of veal stock, white pepper and salt to taste, a small bunch of green onions, one blade of pounded mace, thickening of butter and flour, two eggs, nearly half a pint of cream, one teaspoonful of minced parsley, a very little grated nutmeg. Mode. Soak the sweetbreads in lukewarm water and put them into a saucepan with sufficient boiling water to cover them and let them simmer for ten minutes. Then take them out and put them into cold water. Now lard them, lay them in a stewpan, add the stock, seasoning, onions, mace, and a thickening of butter and flour, and stew gently for a quarter hour or twenty minutes. Beat up the egg with the cream, to which add the minced parsley and a very little grated nutmeg. Put this to the other ingredients. Stir it well, till quite hot but do not let it boil after the cream is added, or it will curdle. Have ready some asparagus tops, boiled, add these to the sweetbreads, and serve. Time, altogether half an hour. Average cost, two shillings, six pence, to three shillings, six pence each. Sufficient, three sweetbreads for one entree. Seasonable, from Easter to Michaelmas. Another way to dress sweetbreads. An entree. 758. Ingredients. Sweetbreads, egg and breadcrumbs, half pint of gravy, number 442, half glass of sherry. Mode. Soak the sweetbreads in water for an hour, and throw them into boiling water to render them firm. Let them stew gently for about a quarter hour, take them out and put them into a cloth to drain all the water from them. Brush them over with egg, Sprinkle them with bread crumbs, and either brown them in the oven or before the fire. Have ready the above quantity of gravy, to which add half glass of sherry. Dish the sweetbreads, pour the gravy under them, and garnish with watercresses. Time, rather more than half an hour. Average cost, two shillings sixpence to three shillings sixpence each. Sufficient, three sweetbreads for one entree. Seasonable from Easter to Michaelmas. Mutton and Lamb Carving Haunch of Mutton 759 A deep cut should, in the first place, be made quite down to the bone, across the knuckle end of the joint, along the line one to two. This will let the gravy escape, and then it should be carved, in not two of the haunch, in the direction of the line from four to three. Leg of Mutton 760. This homely but capital English joint is almost invariably served at table as shown in the engraving. The carving of it is not very difficult, 
the knife should be carried sharply down in the direction of the line from one to two, and slices taken from either side, as the guest may desire, some liking the knuckle end, as well done, and others preferring the more underdone part. The fat should be sought near the line three to four. Some connoisseurs are fond of having this joint dished with the underside uppermost, so as to get at the finely-grained meat lying under that part of the meat, known as the Pope's eye, but this is an extravagant fashion, and one that will hardly find favour in the eyes of many economical British housewives and housekeepers. Loin of Mutton, 761. There is one point in connection with carving a loin of mutton which includes every other, that is, that the joint should be thoroughly well jointed by the butcher before it is cooked. This knack of jointing requires practice and the proper tools, and no one but the butcher is supposed to have these. If the bones be not well jointed, the carving of a loin of mutton is not a gracious business, whereas, if that has been attended to, it is an easy and untroublesome task. The knife should be inserted at figure one, and after feeling your way between the bones, it should be carried sharply in the direction of the line one to two. As there are some people who prefer the outside cut, while others do not like it, the question as to the choice of this should be asked. Saddle of Mutton 762 Although we have heard, at various intervals, growlings expressed at the inevitable saddle of mutton at the dinner parties of our middle classes, yet we doubt whether any other joint is better liked when it has been well hung and artistically cooked. There is a diversity of opinion respecting the mode of sending this joint to table, but it has only reference to whether or no there shall be any portion of the tail or, if so, how many joints of the tail. We ourselves prefer the mode, as shown in our colored illustration, O, but others may, upon equally good grounds, blank the way shown in the engraving on this page. Some trim the tail with a paper frill. The carving is not difficult. It is usually cut in the direction of the line from two to one, quite down to the bones, in evenly sliced pieces. A fashion, however, patronized by some, is to carve it obliquely, in the direction of the line from four to three, in which case the joint would be turned around the other way, having the tail end on the right of the carver. Shoulder of Mutton 763. This is a joint not difficult to carve. The knife should be drawn from the outer edge of the shoulder in the direction of the line from one to two, until the bone of the shoulder is reached. As many slices as can be carved in this manner should be taken, and afterwards the meat lying on either side of the blade bone should be served by carving in the direction from three to four, and three to four. The uppermost side of the shoulder being now finished, the joint should be turned, and slices taken off along its whole length. There are some who prefer this underside of the shoulder for its juicy flesh, although the grain of the meat is not so fine as that on the other side. Four quarter of lamb, seven hundred sixty four. We always think that a good and practised carver delights in the manipulation of this joint, for there is a little field for his judgment and dexterity which does not always occur. The separation of the shoulder from the breast is not the first point to be attended to. This is done by passing the knife lightly around the dotted line, as shown by the figures one, two, three, four, and five, so as to cut through the skin and then, by raising with a little force the shoulder, 
into which the fork should be firmly fixed, it will come away with just a little more exercise of the knife. In dividing the shoulder and the breast, the carver should take care not to cut away too much of the meat from the latter, as that would rather spoil its appearance when the shoulder is removed. The breast and shoulder being separated, it is usual to lay a small piece of butter and sprinkle a little cayenne, lemon juice, and salt between them, and when this is melted and incorporated with the meat and gravy, the shoulder may, as more convenient, be removed into another dish. The next operation is to separate the ribs from the brisket, by cutting through the meat on the line five to six. The joint is then ready to be served to the guest, the ribs being carved in the direction of the lines from nine to ten, and the brisket from seven to eight. The carver should ask those at the table what parts they prefer, ribs, brisket, or a piece of the shoulder. Leg of lamb, loin of lamb, saddle of lamb, shoulder of lamb, are carved in the same manner as the corresponding joints of mutton. End of section 35 Recording by Jennifer Stearns, Concord, New Hampshire